Hello again, Ray Woodson back with episode 10. I think I got that right. Yes, 10 of Triple's Alley Report. And episode 10 was an audible and a scramble because the news dropped Tuesday night that the Giants got their man. Farhan Zaidi, the new president of baseball operations for the Giants, plucked from the Dodgers where he worked under Andrew Friedman, formerly worked under Billy Bean with the A's, well regarded in the business as someone who understands analytics, but also scouting as well as player recommendations, what your eyeballs tell you, and also relationships. It's as much about that as anything else in the game. I think this is going to be a really good hire to take the Giants in the future. I don't know how long it's going to take for him to work his magic. Could be a little longer than some fans want. Could be a little faster than we expect. He used the phrase, cast a wide net. And that's what it's going to take to improve this Giants team. And listen, everybody looks good at their opening press conference. and Well, except for Jim Tom Sula, I suppose. But uh, Zaidi was very impressive. The devil's in the details, of course. He sounded as though he would not be meddlesome with day-to-day game management. There were reports in L.A. that the front office was sort of a helicopter over manager Dave Roberts. Uh, Zaidi gave due respect to Bruce Bochy and his three rings. I'm still not sure how that, that works out in 2019, that relationship, but uh, they have spoken already, and they're off to a good start. And these are two smart guys. Zaidi sounded like he was not closing the door on anything regarding Madison Bumgarner, nor should he. At any rate, he's got a tall task. Upgrading the Major League roster while continuing improvements started by David Bell in the minor league system. And hiring a new general manager at some point. That's the model these days. Director of Baseball Operations and a GM, as uh, President Larry Barrett said, it's become a much more complicated game now. So many more aspects to procuring a roster that you sort of have to have that model of uh, the Director of Baseball Operations and the GM below him. By the way, Zaidi praised uh, for the minor league system the acquisitions uh, in the Eduardo Nunez and Andrew McCutcheon deals. This hiring shows the Giants are trying to keep up with the times. And I think they've succeeded in doing so with Zaidi. But he can also count on the institutional knowledge of Brian Sabin as he goes to the general manager meetings. And, uh, in fact, uh, that's going on now, concluding a whirlwind 24 hours for Zaidi. And I actually caught up with him, literally caught up with him, after the press conference as he's heading to uh, the Giants' offices and getting set to head down to Carlsbad. And it sure sounds like nobody at 3rd and King is thinking rebuild. Here's Farhan Zaidi. Farhan Zaidi is going to run the Giants baseball operations now and uh, literally getting set to go down to the GM meetings in Carlsbad. So thanks for uh, spending a few minutes with us. Um, I understand your birthday's in a few days, so congratulations. Life comes at you fast. It it does. Uh, You know, we were joking in the room. I'm I'm turning 42, so Larry Bear was looking for a next-gen GM. I'm feeling more like a (laughs) current-gen GM turning 42, but but thanks for the wishes. Yeah, that's, uh, hey, current is good. (laughs) I'd like to think I'm still in that same group. But uh, from what I heard in the news conference, it sounds like you've got every intention to make this team competitive in 2019. Am I right about that? Yeah, you know, it's hard to go into... A season with any other goal I think I mean this is a team that was playing 500 or a little bit above 500 late into the season and uh, you know had some injuries derail things so you know again it's uh, not an easy thing to go from the record this team's had the last couple of years to making the playoffs but you know again it sounds like a simple goal but let's just play meaningful baseball as deep into the season as we can and then we'll see what happens you know, one of the interesting things I, I thought uh, with the Dodgers, the under-the-radar signings, guys like Muncie, like Morrow, Chris Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
Are we going to see guys like that in the offseason here that fans don't know? Do you have guys in mind already, or are they yet to be discovered? Yeah, I think that's got to be part of the strategy for us is, you know, not just looking to sign, you know, big money free agents or, or, or make trades for established players. I mean, to, you know, some of those guys you mentioned, you know, when we signed Max Muncy and Brandon Morrow, you know, I don't think uh, any of our writers even reported those transactions. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you never know which one of these moves is going to wind up paying off in a big way. And... Uh, and that's our job. That Our job is to not just make the moves that make headlines, but also make the moves that don't but could wind up paying off in the future. It's been said that uh, the Giants can't attract a free agent slugger to this ballpark. What's your take on that? I don't uh, view that as the case. I mean, you had, uh, you know, Barry Bonds had quite the career here, and yeah. not, not every slugger out there is, is Barry Bonds, but... Uh, you know, this is an attractive place to play. This is a terrific market. And, uh, you know, in this day and age where people consider ballpark factors and adjust for that, not just in how they view statistics, but how they vote for awards, uh, you know, I just think the way the game is viewed and, and the way ballparks affect statistics, people have a more sophisticated view of that. And I think players are aware of that as well. You said two words that I was really glad to hear during the news conference in assessing the roster, and that's younger and athletic. And I've kind of been harping on this for a few years. With the ballparks in the National League West, the vast expanses of real estate that you've got to cover, uh, how big of a priority is that for you to get especially younger and athletic in the outfield? Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. Uh, you know, One thing that's a no-brainer with uh, this kind of home ballpark is having you know quality and if you can find it elite outfield defense mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of real estate out there you're going to be playing low scoring games and you know just the ability to keep runs off the board uh, should be paramount and you know the last couple of years uh, you know this team's outfield play has been below average and uh, you know, that's giving up, that's turning what should be an advantage into a disadvantage. So I can see that being a high priority for us in upgrading the corner outfield, the outfield overall defense next year. Yeah, and if anybody didn't think that was a priority, look at the postseason this year. My goodness, the outfield defense was a game changer. Yeah, I mean, we had some plays with the Dodgers, you know, game-saving type plays. You know, and some of that was from guys that were moving around infield to outfield and back. So Taylor, right? Yeah, yeah. Taylor, Bellinger made some nice plays for us. So uh, I think you're right. Athleticism and, you know, speed, defense, those kinds of things uh, will really bring a different dynamic to this roster. Just one other thing. I mean, you're clearly qualified, but knowing the rivalry, it had to have been a little cherry on top that the Giants bring somebody from the Dodgers system and the A's as well. So, I mean, you're on the same industry, but the, you're, you're aware of these little rivalries. Yeah, you know, I think rivalries are great for the sport and the game and, uh, you know, if this adds a little wrinkle to it that gets people talking more and, you know, brings out those competitive juices in both franchises, I think that's a terrific thing. I mean, I uh, really enjoyed my time with the Dodgers. I think it's a class organization, uh, but I'm really excited for us to get moving in a positive direction here. And, you know, to start playing 
those rivalry games with a different intensity because both teams are on the cusp of the playoffs and fighting for that position, uh, you know, that's when the NL West is at its best. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Well, literally, I know you have to be moving here to get down to Carlsbad for the GM meetings. So thanks for uh, spending time with us, and I'm sure we'll talk down the line. Farhan Zaidi, thank you. All right, thanks for having me. You know, I haven't done that in a while, the walking interview. I've done some running inter interviews in the past when I was much younger with politicians and with lawyers going through hallways. And there's a real dance to it. It's, a, it's an art to continue to have the steady mic while going through doorways, hoping you don't ram your head into a doorway or you trip up your interviewee. But it, but it worked out okay. I may or may not have dropped a pair of sunglasses. Not sure. And anyway, uh, Zaidi probably has some inside knowledge on how Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers work. Is it enough knowledge to close the gap in the National League West? No. Uh, the work that Zaidi does in San Francisco We'll have the biggest say in that. And I will have some thoughts coming up on whether he's up to the task, plus a couple more highlights from the press conference at AT&T Park. Just want to remind you that uh, this here podcast is part of BlueWirePods.com, which includes light years. Andy and Sam breaking down the basketball and cultural phenomenon that is the Warriors. And the Kevin Jones podcast of the 49ers. Hey, look, they got a win. Raiders, yeah, yeah, but it's a win. And whatever Bay Area bragging rights are left, well, there's only going to be one Bay Area team left in a year or so. By the way, Nick Mullins slicing and dicing the Raiders' defense. That's a phrase I didn't think I would utter this year. Uh, one thing I know about my friends who are football fans is they like a little action on the games once in a while. That makes it a little more fun. You know, one guy likes side bets, by the way, and he's like my ATM. I love that guy. Uh, he, he always gets just fleeced on side bets. But let's face it, a little action makes it a little more fun. Sometimes excruciating, but definitely add spice to your Sunday or your Monday or your Tuesday. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. Hey, that rhymed. If you're the kind of person that likes to bet a little and win a lot, who isn't? I know I'm that kind of person. You like playing the numbers on roulette? You can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win. You hit all three, you could turn $100 into $600. And there's so much to bet on. College basketball tipping up. How about Michigan State and Kansas? Cowboys and Eagles playing what could be an NFL playoff elimination game. College football, NBA, NHL. My bookie is the one bet I know that you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews. You can check them out. Their mobile site is easy to use. You can sign up this week, and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure to follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention in DM, not to mention that they've given away more than $10,000 in free money. That's the best kind of money. Free money. And uh, that's to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds and new props are posted. So don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year and log on to MyBookie right now and use promo code BLUEWIRE and get a 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. You play, you win, and you get paid. And you know, whether you're talking football, baseball, whatever sport, talent evaluation is the name of the game. Not just about hitting home runs in talent evaluation, but singles and doubles. They can help out too. Uh, not just through free agency, not just trades, but draft, Rule 5 picks in baseball, international signings, minor league deals, so on and so forth. It's a lot more complicated now. But there's no doubt for the Giants, Madison Bumgarner going into the final year of a bargain contract is at the top of the list. 
Well, I have to say, anytime someone in the media asks me a question where I have an option of disclosing a strategy or not, I'm going to choose not to. <laughs> but uh, look, I, I understand the question, and uh, you know, uh, the last time I was going through this kind of interview job transition process was in 2014, and uh, I was in the Oakland airport watching the end of the 2014 World Series, and I saw Madison, you know finish off that superhuman effort uh, in that last game. And uh, so, I mean, it's funny, I, I remember at the time thinking, you know, I'm, I'm working with the A's, I may be going to the Dodgers, two Giants rivals, and I, I can't help but, as a baseball hat fan, have such an appreciation for what this team and this guy have just done. So, um, you know, he's been, you know, a seminal pillar of this franchise for a long time, and uh, that carries a lot of weight. And at the same time, you know, this is kind of day one for me. Uh, you know, I'm eager to get opinions from a wide range of people on what they think makes sense in terms of a broader direction. And uh, again, I think where we are, everything's got to be on the table in terms of how we move this team and roster forward. That is the New Giants president of baseball operations, Farhan Zaidi, at the Wednesday afternoon press conference at AT&T Park. And Zaidi was also asked about Bruce Bochy. Whether some will cast it as a new versus old relationship, and uh, whether he has spoken to him yet. Yeah, it was really important for me to connect with Boach um, as uh, early as possible. Um, you know, I've had a chance to watch him from across the way these last few years, and even in my time in Oakland, he's a three-time world champion. He's a Hall of Fame manager. Um, you know, I don't think uh, you know. Obviously, we didn't get to these points in our career the same way or in, in a similar way, but. And I think that's part of the beauty of the game, you know, how we all wind up together and then pulling towards a common goal. So, uh, you know, I know he'd have the, had the opportunity to talk to some people about their experience uh, working with me, and um, you know, and I didn't, I, I don't need to do that. I, I know what kind of manager he is. Uh, you know, we spoke for about five, ten minutes when I was on my way up to San Francisco, and I just told him how much I look forward to working with him, how much I feel I can learn from him, and. Uh, you know, just how excited I am to be here. And, and he was very welcoming, so it was a very positive conversation. And as far as upgrading the roster, I mean, you know, there's a lot to do here. And you will probably hear this phrase a lot, cast as wide a net as possible. That's what the Giants, Zaidi, and that front office have to do. Is he up to the job? Well, he ticks off a lot of boxes for the Giants. I think he is. I just don't know how long it's going to take. And I think someone like Zaidi relishes the challenge of taking over a baseball operation like the Giants with the fan base, with a little money to spend, and putting his stamp on it using methods that have worked in L.A., in Boston, in Houston, and to a lesser extent in Oakland. It's tough to argue with the results with those teams. Yeah, the Dodgers fell short in the last two World Series, small sample size. Also, they were in the last two World Series. It's where the Giants would have liked to have been. And they lost to more talented clubs. I don't think you're going to see a meddlesome guy. He's been around long enough to respect people who have accomplished things in this game. No daily meetings with the manager, unless they, they want to, unless they hit it off. But Zaidi does have ways of obtaining and analyzing information to help. And I think Bruce Bochy will be open to that. As far as how 2019 looks, can't say. Like I said, just a lot of work to do here. But Zaidi is creative. He might be able to cobble something together. Uh, you know, the big part of that may be what they do with the Madison Bumgarner. I do believe 2020 will see a much improved team if you can wait that long. 2019, yeah, it's a toss-up. Just too early. By the way, a celebration of life for Willie McCovey.
will be held at AT&T Park tomorrow, Thursday, 11.30 a.m. And in preparation for that, uh, we're going to play our interview with John Miller talking about Willie McCovey and Hank Greenwald. Uh, that will post tomorrow morning, Thursday morning. So uh, if you're heading out to the ballpark, if uh, you're waiting there, if you're in traffic, you can uh, plug that in and kind of get ready for some great memories. And John Miller, no doubt, has lots of fantastic stories. So that will be a separate Triple Salad Report that will post Thursday morning. Thank you for listening to Episode 10. I guess it'll be Episode 11 tomorrow. And on we go. 